My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about transcending others' expectations to find freedom and success. I'm talking to Lorraine Robinson today. She's a piano coach, and uh, she's got a lot of cool things going on with that and has even been on a reality show as an as entrepreneur and a piano coach. So we're going to learn all about her and also um, her personal story of transcending others' expectations to find her freedom and success. She's got a very uh, inspiring story to share. And uh, those of you out there who are struggling with personal relationships that kind of feel constrictive and you know you're called to more or you're called to more joy in your life and you're not sure what to do, hopefully today's story will help inspire you to take those steps and listen to your intuition to find the freedom that your soul is asking you to find. So welcome, Lorraine. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for asking. Uh, first, I'd love to hear more about you do as a piano coach, and, and it sounds like it's online, so that's very cool. It's not just local, and today's world allows us to touch people all over the world. So um, how do you do that as a piano coach? Well, I do teach a handful of students in my local studio, um, but you mentioned the reality show a minute ago, and so when I was on the reality show, I actually started figuring out how I could start to take my coaching online. Again, it's something I had tried to do several years ago, and um, it just kind of fell apart. The, the website platform quit allowing my students access and all, just all kinds of things kind of imploded, so I quit messing with it. So since going on the reality show, I've been working on building an online program again. And right now, I'm keeping it really simple through Patreon memberships and um, just building some ways for people to interact and learn why they need to find new and better ways of playing the piano. Because what most teachers teach as the standard method is really um detrimental to pianists being able to play long term it can cause a lot of pain and injury and some pianists like myself um have to come to a point where they wonder if they're really going to be able to continue playing piano at the level that they love hmm. or if they're going to have to stop because it just hurts too much. That's very interesting. Yeah, you don't really think about oh, those of us who don't play instruments don't think about that. But I know I've I've tried piano, guitar, and there there is some of that, you know, you got to build up a certain kind of muscle strength and a certain kind of, you know, joint strength 
And if you're doing that for a career or for years and years, I would imagine that's a big deal. So is some of what you coach like physical therapy type stuff or conditioning, like not just, you know, playing the notes, but how do you um, help people with that? So I use a method called Alexander Technique that can be used in many, many, many different settings. Um, If you ride horses, working out at the gym, um, all kinds of settings. What Alexander Technique does is it teaches you how to work with your body in the way it's put together, your joints and muscles and tendons, instead of against it in ways that cause injury and pain. So I have worked with mentors who have specifically studied and figured out how to use Alexander Method to play the piano and learned from them how to share that with my students. Oh, very cool. And I imagine it's just very, I, I just, in my head, I very visual. So I imagine this flowing way of doing it instead of, you know, making your hands stay in one place <clears throat> and even doing it maybe a little differently for each person, depending on anatomy, I would imagine. Absolutely. It's very interesting as I work with students in person to see how everyone's hands and fingers all move very uniquely. And so I have to be open-minded that this person's fingers may not look exactly like the last student went, even though they're doing the best that they can. Yeah, I love that. When I played guitar, which I was always a strummer, I never went very far with it, but I had one coach that said, stop using your pinky. You're not supposed to use your pinky. But I'm like, but it feels so much more natural than using the other fingers. So maybe it's something like that. Who knows? But to me, I was like, I do everything intuitively. I've got to just, if it feels right, it feels right. If it feels wrong, it feels wrong. And I just can't do it. So I I really admire that you're doing that. And uh, what brought you to this? I know you you mentioned before the call or before we started the, the recording today, that you taught in schools um, and you worked at music stores. Um, So what kind of brought you to being the mompreneur that you are? Um, And and of course now you're online because of the show, but um, what made you know this was your passion and your calling? Well, I actually started teaching when I was 14. So um, when I was starting my freshman year in high school, I had to find a job and I wasn't allowed to go like find a job at McDonald's where they would hire a 14 year old. Um, It was too far out of town and um, my mom was not supposed to drive me. So I had to figure something else out. Um, So I started teaching piano because people could come to me. And then I realized I really loved it. So by the time I was 16, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Running Start program here in Washington State. It's a dual credit program for high schoolers to attend college classes and get credit simultaneously. So I was doing that program and renting a studio from a local music store and teaching in the afternoons after I was done with classes. And I really loved it. It was Um, I knew at that point that I wanted to be a piano teacher as my career. But at that time, I was also doing a lot of competitions and recitals. And 
Um, so I started having major carpal tunnel issues and I actually had to drop out of some competitions and, um, because I just couldn't play. I couldn't spend the amount of time practicing. I was practicing several hours a day myself. And I just, if I was at the piano for probably about more than 10 minutes, my hands would start to just hurt and ache and lock up. And it was terrifying to think about maybe locking up in the middle of a recital. That would have just been mortifying. <laughs> um, and so I was the one wondering if at 16, 17 years old, if the career that I really wanted to pursue was already off the table because I'd never really be able to play decently difficult music anymore because my hands just couldn't move to span the distance on the keys or to um, to put that um, momentum into the keys. It just hurt too much. So um, I continued teaching, but I had to stop competing. Um, and then when I moved to a new city with my then husband and we started attending college um, I found a mentor who had an amazing approach to playing the piano and she was so excited to bring me into her studio because I was teaching and she really wanted to be able to share it with other teachers so it was a huge blessing and I am so grateful that I got to know her her name is Carolyn Brett in Spokane Washington and she was amazing and I'm probably going to cry a little bit because she was an amazing mentor and she just reopened piano to me um, and it was a huge relief that I could personally continue to play but also um, to be able to basically continue starting my teaching career because what kind of teacher doesn't play themselves mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it was a huge relief and I really really loved the way that she um just taught and it was a whole completely 180 degrees different from the way that I had learned to play piano um up to that point that's awesome. And was it so was there a healing period involved or just literally just changing the way you were moving your hands and enabled like it didn't trigger the carpal tunnel anymore? Or was there a period of rest and exercise to kind of build those those muscles back again? For myself and for most of my students who come and work with me, there really is not a healing period. It's literally figuring out how to move differently and reduce force incorrectly in some areas of the body and work with your body and use your natural momentum in other areas. And um, I was able, as I started learning the techniques and was able to apply it more skillfully to the more difficult music that I wanted to play, um, it really was just a matter of 
figuring out the technique and being able to apply it. And I see the same with my students. That's awesome. It really is a, you know, even if there's not like that stop and heal phase, it is a healing to me, in my opinion, that's a healing work that you do that helps people do what they love. I mean, and that's why that those tears came for you, probably, you know, you get in your heart space to remember this, this beautiful soul that came into your life that helped open up that joy to you again. And, and it's awesome that you want to share that with others. And that's so often what our calling is, you know, something opens up for us or heals for us. And we say, Oh, my God, life can be different for so many people, we can give that joy back. Uh, so let's let's give it back. And I think that's a beautiful thing that you're doing. So can you share how, you know, it's those out there who are entrepreneurs or, or even part-time entrepreneurs, they know it's not easy. And for you, it wasn't completely easy either, especially with some personal challenges that you faced along the way. So would you mind sharing, you know, with the theme of our show, transcending others' expectations to find this freedom and success, um, what kind of challenges you've faced in your personal world that maybe threatened um, your ability to be where you are today or um, kind of kept you from your own joy along the way? I definitely experienced a lot of criticism while I was married. Um, there was a lot of belief that being an entrepreneur, being a music teacher was a con game and uh, not a real viable uh, career. And um, for myself, the only reason why I managed to keep going was because I literally can't do anything else. Um, I think you mentioned, and we were talking before the recording started, um, I shared that I have been a, teacher, a music teacher in school, and I have been a music store manager. And while those were fun for a time, I just could not keep up with those long term. It was just as admirable as those, especially being a teacher, a music teacher in school. And I loved all the students that I got to work with. But as admirable as those careers are, it just killed me a little bit to have to go do the same thing every day at the same place with pretty much the same people. And there is just something that lights me up about teaching and working with people and seeing their light bulb moments. And, um, there's something new every day, even if I'm explaining the same concept to five different students in a day, it has to be done differently for each student. I mean, there's some standard there, but everyone understands a little bit differently. There's a different example that lights the aha for each different person. And so it challenges me to be creative and figure out what works for this student mm -hmm. and that and sounds like I your, just love it yeah it's your intuitive and empathic nature that allows that and and that's something that not everybody understands that you know yes maybe you know 
store manager is a more acceptable title than online piano coach, but, you know, building our own thing and creating our things, somebody has to create the music store, right? <laughs> and create the job of manager. So someone creates, you know, an online piano academy. And then now what you're doing now, the coaching for painless piano playing. So, um, so I think there's something to be said for when people don't get it um, in your life or that try to maybe even overpower you. I don't know um, that it's, it's important to still keep listening to that because our joy will escape us if, we're, if we just keep living up to those expectations. And so you mentioned your intuitive empathic nature has been there since you were young. Um, can you share what that was like either in, you know, family stuff or if there were rules that, that didn't match up to that? What has it been like for you to follow that despite obstacles um, to, you know, people saying, oh, that's not real or you're, yeah, you're a con, you're, this isn't really a real thing. And in your heart and your soul, you know, for you, it's a calling from God. So what was that like for you to listen to that versus kind of other people around you kind of denying your own reality? Um, it has been a huge push-pull struggle throughout my life just until the last couple of years until I've really started to do some self-development and learn how to lean in and accept um, that that side of me is real and legitimate. So um, as a child, it was, for me, it was just a sense of being able to kind of even without realizing it, without putting labels or actual words to it, somehow I just knew that what people said, when people said things like that, it wasn't actually true. And I didn't know why I felt like that. And I just kept going on my own path. I had the drive that I just desperately wanted to follow a couple of things in my life. How I got started in piano was actually one of them because um, I'm going to cry again because this is, I love this story and I am so grateful that this happened in my life. So when I was six years old, um, Robin Sutherland, who is the late pianist for the San Francisco Symphony, was a friend of my family and he had come to visit my aunt and uncle for Christmas the year that I was six years old. And um, he saw me watching him play Christmas carols at my aunt's piano. And he invited me to go sit at the piano next to him while he played carols. And I was just absolutely entranced as I watched his fingers on the piano. And I, just remember sitting there and thinking, I'm going to play like that someday. And so I started harassing my parents for the next year straight, probably every day for the next year that I wanted piano lessons. And my dad finally got so fed up. He, was, he told my mom to find her a piano teacher somewhere so I don't have to hear about this anymore. <laughs> so my mom went down the street and got the neighborhood piano teacher to take me on for lessons. Um, but I am so grateful that he came into my life and was 
the inspiration because it is such a huge part of my life. Yeah, I hear that. And and that happens a lot uh, for those of us with a calling. We get this kind of glimpse of it as a child or as a young, very young person. And we feel like that's it. That's that's the vibration that is who we are. And the rest of life becomes like walking and living into that and staying awake to it. So that's thank you for sharing that. I think that's really beautiful. And a lot of people will maybe be thinking about that time that they got that spark of inspiration that they keep going back to again and again. And I think our inner child is often wiser than our adult self and knowing what it is that we want to do. You know, it is really about fun and joy and fulfillment um, and feeling like our true authentic self and, and what we do. And so can you share a little bit about your success and getting featured on this reality show? I, I don't know that I've heard of it, but, um, you know, share the title and so people can check it out and what it was like for you to be, you know, kind of out there like that, because that's talk about uh, putting yourself out there. That's a pretty big way to do it. <laughs> well, it comes into play with um, inspiration and following your intuition again. Totally. Um, so the reality show is called The Blocks. And last summer, I was scrolling Facebook, as we all do. And there was a post that came through my feed that said something like, hey, entrepreneurs, would you ever want to be on a reality show? And I was like, oh, that's cool. And I literally scrolled past it because I thought they'd never pick me. And then I thought, but you never know. So I scrolled back up. And I clicked the link and filled out the application. It was super quick, like maybe five lines, just my basic contact info and a couple sentences about what I do in my business. I totally forgot I even filled it out. And sometime later, I can't remember exactly anymore. It was probably maybe a month, six weeks later, I got this random text that said, we liked your application. We want to hear more. And I was like, what the heck is this? Somebody's <laughs> trying to scam me again. And then I started thinking, maybe it was that thing that I filled out. So I went and checked my email and there was a legit email there too that said the same thing. So um, they wanted my bio. So I just a short three paragraph bio. So I sent that in. And again, I forgot about it. I was like, they're going to have so many applications. Why would they look at me? So forgot about it again. Probably about another month later, I got another text and email that said, we liked your bio. We want a video interview from you. And so then it started to get real. I was like, oh my gosh, they want a video interview from me. <laughs> so I did the video interview. Um, and then I started thinking, okay, think positive. Don't, don't allow negative thoughts to start taking over. Just think positive That's right. and let it go and let it happen. That's right. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so I waited, let's see, it was probably, Oh, they, I got a confirmation email that they had gotten my uh, video interview and they said, we're going to have so many um, applications. We can't get back to everyone to let you know 
if you're in. So if you haven't heard back in a month, it's probably not you. And it was right about three and a half weeks. And I was starting to feel like, oh, it's not going to be me. And I was like, nope, no negative thoughts. Just don't think about it. Stay positive. Don't think about it. And I got another text that said, we want to do a phone interview. And I was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) So phone interview happened on a Friday. I had the contract in my email on a Monday. And that was last August. And um, I filmed in January in Kansas City this year. So um, the guy who created the reality show, The Blocks, his name is Wes Bergman. And if you're a fan of MTV, um, he's been in many, many, many seasons of The Challenge, which is currently on Paramount. And as an interesting side note, um, his latest season just came out on Paramount yesterday. So um, if you like Barton Reese style reality shows, it's fun to watch and all the drama that goes along with that. Uh Awesome. Um, but he created this reality show for entrepreneurs and it filmed, um, it filmed in Kansas city and being on the show was just incredible. Um, there were approximately 70 other businesses represented and we filmed over, we were there for seven days, filmed for five, the camaraderie and positivity was amazing just the vibe of you know there was no time to feel down or feel not good enough for being there because everyone was so positive and encouraging if you did start to feel down for a second you would have a swarm of new friends around you saying no you've got this you have valuable ideas you need to share it you need to put it out there you are here for a reason and it was incredible um and we made we definitely made lasting friendships a good number of us i would say probably half of us keep in touch regularly um through um text and DMs. Um, and another cool side note is that one of my castmates, a couple of my castmates have started a podcast um, called Chatterblocks. And they talk about all kinds of really fun behind the scenes and have some really cool guests on. So that's um, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Instagram. And if you follow me, I am posting links to it every week as well. Nice. So super fun. I am really looking forward to the next guests that they have lined up to that. Um, and then, um, so something that I haven't officially announced yet, and um I will be officially announcing here soon, but they invited me to go back for a follow-up season too. So awesome. I'm so excited. 
Very, very good. Well, you mentioned, you know, that that your friends there would say you're here for a reason, you've got something to share. And you mentioned before the show or in your application to be here today that imposter syndrome comes up still. So if you don't mind, I'd love to help you as I do with all of my guests with a quick little wisdom reading to help you maybe incorporate some nuggets of wisdom that will encourage you to overcome that. Would that be all right with you today? Absolutely. All right. Well, I get that for for you, as with all imposter syndrome, it definitely is a a product of the mind over like overworking, overthinking, creating drama in its own its own world here, because you have uh, the time master overlaid over the thunder card. And that tells me that divine timing is on its way. Some things have been set in motion. Obviously, you're already seeing how that's um, happening for you. Um, But the big deal is going to be the way that you think about the story of your life consciously and and making sure you continue to see it as a hero's journey and not something where the other shoe's going to drop any moment or it's not real. You know, it's like, yes, this is this is the reality. Now, once you're on a certain path and kind of going in a certain direction, it tends to stay in that direction. And and the big choices you've made to change your life in, in very large ways is what has opened all of these doors. So the more that you work on your internal energetic boundary system, um, the more things will come together. So that means uh, for you, the boundaries that you have against your own negative thinking, but also anybody else that would say, oh, that's not really for you or whatever, like that'd be nice, but yeah, whatever. I don't know if you still have people in your life that still think you're a little cuckoo for for reaching for the stars. But um, the big deal for that is to to let that build your confidence and say, well, maybe not now, but I'll show you. I'll show you when it does happen because I can feel how real it is. And I think, you know, if you think about how you've trusted your spirit to lead you into this work and to everything else that has come to pass in the last several years, you know that it's not going to lead you astray with this stuff either, right? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And so you're coming out of a time of being very positive, thinking very positively, and it is going to help you be more of a healer in the world. And, and you know, you may not call yourself that, but with what you're doing to, to allow more musicians to bring their art to the world and to also be in their joy, to me, that's very, that's very much a healing journey and a healing calling. Um, and so the big thing for you is to kind of do, you mentioned personal development work. I feel any personal development work that is based on mindfulness and based on um, loving kindness and kind of moving forward with that is very powerful for you. Have Has that been a theme in some of the work that you've been doing? Absolutely, yes. Kind of more the Buddhist, <laughs> yeah, so. Eastern mindset. Uh, share, share with me, because I'm seeing that really strongly here for you. Well, I am a, I don't like to use the term Christian because tends to have a lot of negative um, connotations these days, but I do consider myself a strong follower of Jesus. And I want my life to be a light and an encouragement and a source of love in other people's lives. Um, And so I chose as my word for the year, I chose fearlessness. And um, along with that, um, my supporting words are boldness and love. 
So I think it's perfect. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, you know, to me, I, I, I was raised in a Christian um, church as well. And, you know, just knowing Christ in that way in my heart and also knowing the higher power and the Holy Spirit. So I totally get that. Um, I may speak in more Eastern terms a lot, but I do, I do like, I'm there with you on that. And, and it is about, all of those teachings do have to do with loving kindness, compassion, fearlessness, knowing our eternal nature and not, you know, holding back or, or, or staying down for other, the world's judgments against what it doesn't understand. And so the more you stay in alignment with that, you really can't go wrong because number one, you get to experience the joy of living your ideal life. But then you, when you're doing that and you do want to help others, it's so much easier to do that because your cup overflows, right? <laughs> so definitely, definitely. Yeah. Personal power and getting grounded. That's two of your biggest challenges. So when you feel like you're too much in your head, simply going for a hike or a walk or just getting physical or having a good, like he not heavy meal, hearty, but but healthy meal. Um, and also connecting with other people, hugs, um, you know, doing other joyful things that are outside of the, the mindset stuff that you're working on or building a business. Um, just step away a little bit so you can get into your body and enjoy things through your body more. Uh, because you do have a lot to share um, and a lot of wisdom and it's going you're going to distill it a lot better when you also do meditation or reflection um, and really even talk to God in those moments a lot of times those conversations with um, God or Christ can bring forth that kind of awareness that that you then teach to other people um, so the more you do that the better and you're you're changing there's some really beautiful things happening you're shedding the skin of the past and and showing up in your life very differently and it's all because of the vision that you had in the past and and any vision that comes to pass for us i believe is given to us from a higher power from from our spirit guides so it's all about living into it and following our intuition for that because if we are in receptive mode we can receive our blessings if we're trying to force it like maybe old piano teachers used to force you know people to play and hurt themselves we can do that in life as well so um see the way that you teach and the way that you serve as a mirror for the way that you're learning to live your own life as well yes absolutely i agree with all of that awesome very good well thanks for letting me share that today hopefully it was helpful for other people out there and um thanks for being on the show today lorraine it's been a great conversation Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it, and I'm grateful I got to be here. Oh, you're very welcome. So where can people find you if they'd like to learn more about what you do? So right now, I'm working on building my Patreon membership. So it's patreon.com slash Lorraine's Piano. And there are a couple of different tiers, membership tiers, that people can choose from, either um, just the behind the scenes of the blocks and keeping up with me in my personal and business life. Or they can subscribe to one of the higher tiers, um, which offers some group piano coaching with painless piano techniques. Um, you don't have to work with me as your primary piano teacher, but if you are either a teacher or a hobby pianist, um, you are absolutely welcome to take advantage of those membership tiers. And um, as a thank you for whoever's listening today, if for the next week I'm going to have um, a half price membership tier available, um, and it'll be called 
the Empowered Wisdom promo. Oh, very and nice. So, <laughs> yeah, anyone who's listening can get my top level group coaching tier for half price, um, which is $23 instead of the regular 47. And that includes um, a group Q&A Zoom chat once a month just to ask about different techniques. Maybe there's a processing issue someone's been having. Um, we'll have some questions to discuss. And if someone's brave enough for a hot seat, we'll get up there on Zoom and do a little bit of one-on-one -on -one coaching over Zoom for a few minutes um, to improve some posture and technique issues. Um, and then also, I do a lot of body doubling sessions. So with piano coaching, that looks like just having a group Zoom session with everybody on mute and sit down at your piano with a practice assignment or a piece that you've been meaning to get to and you've been putting it off and putting it off. So you come to a body doubling session with me and we have the accountability that we're gonna get 10 measures learned in the next half hour or whatever it may, might be for you. Nice. That sounds wonderful. So all my piano players out there, please check out Lorraine and um, yeah, check out the block. That sounds like an interesting show as well. And it's just been great to hear about all you've been up to. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And thanks for being here today again. My pleasure. It was so great to get to know you. Awesome. Same here, my dear. So thanks guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.